What's Happening Tribe? Uh, my name is Anuj. Good to see you guys again. It's always exciting when the tribe comes together. We are in December. Game week coding is currently on. We just have two, left, two games left uh, tonight. And Game Week 15 is staring right at us from uh, not too far a distance. In, in, on Saturday, Game Week 15 will be upon us. Uh, today, Bhavan and I will touch upon uh, a few burning transfer issues and help navigate through the same. Uh, Bhavan, how's it going, buddy? Are you feeling the December adrenaline already? Absolutely, Anuj. Uh, this is kind of the month to look forward to if you're a football FPL fan. Uh, so, yeah, waiting for the next set of moves. I think what it also does is it gives you a lot of transfers to set your team right, uh, get a lot of players that you wanted to. So, uh, planning and uh, you know, squad moves are at absolute uh, full, uh, full pace. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll quickly get into it. Uh, we, we'll start, we'll go with, I think we are on five to six players. We're going to go to them each, uh, each one of them one by one and just see pros and cons and what's their fixtures like uh, going forward. So for first, uh, we're going to concentrate on Jimenez. Uh, what we have done is we have given his stats for uh, the season, his uh, expected goal involvement, uh, and we have also rated uh, his expected goal involvement for the last five games. Uh, in the bracket, you would see uh, the number that is mentioned is as per what was the FTR ranking for his last five fixtures, for Wolves especially. Uh, so yeah, his uh, Wolves, uh, to be honest, his uh, Jimenez, I'll start with Jimenez, his, his three goals, three assists in the season so far, had a, had a very dry spell uh, to start with. Um, he has scored, uh, you know, he has had six, as I said, six goal involvements. He has scored in, I think, uh, game week six, seven, nine, ten and twelve. Uh, I think people... A lot of people still have him. Uh, you know, they most of the people have preferred him over Huang. Um, he has uh, disappointedly for uh, these managers who own him. Uh, you know, he blanked against Norwich and Burnley. Uh, and you know, if you see if you see their uh, season XGI, uh, obviously they're stronger at home, like most of the teams. But the number is extremely low. Uh, I was just looking at it, and uh, you know they have just scored 12 goals, uh, and they are the third lowest goal-scoring side in Premier League right now. Uh, Tottenham is Tottenham is second last, uh, and Norwich is last. But I'm I'm hoping Tottenham is going to improve going forward. But uh, but that's the state of affairs at Wolves. Uh, you know they have they haven't been scoring. Uh, you know it was it was not too far long in the history that uh, Adam Atrore was missing goals. He missed the sitter again uh, yesterday. So, but having said that, uh, you know, if you really look at Jimenez's form, uh, as well as his next five fixtures, uh, you know, which looks, and they have Chelsea, City, Arsenal, and Liverpool, it can't get tougher than that. Their, their FDR ranking uh, for the next five fixture is 19th. Uh, so it looks like a proper, proper sell to me. Uh, what do you think, Bhavan? Absolutely, Anuj. In fact, uh, the thing that stands out really is the fixture swing between Wolves and West Ham assets. So immediately right. from game week 16 onwards, uh, Antonio and West Ham get into a great fixture run for even the next seven, eight game weeks. Uh, right. So I anticipate a lot of people to jump ship. Both are pretty much the same cost. And Antonio has, even though he's uh, trolled owners for a long while and not gotten returns, but he was yeah. very close to uh, you know getting a return even the last match uh, yesterday. Uh, so. I think it's an easy sell and a switch to Antonio. 
Yeah, because Antonio has fallen in price as well. Uh, I think Emir is seven point eight, Antonio is eight, so it should not be too tough a transition from Emir to uh, Antonio. Uh, so yeah, so I think the same is the case with uh, Huang. Huang is at five point six. I have. I'm. I'm still in honor of Huang. Uh, very disappointed. Uh, hasn't done anything in the last four five games. Uh, I think he just had like two shots uh, in the last five games, or something. Uh, so yeah, so it's. Uh, <clears throat> I think Wolves strikers are definitely a definitely a sell for me. Yeah, and in fact, I know uh, it's interesting you mentioned the Traore effect. I think Traore yeah. makes the entire attack uh, not click in that sense. I mean, even for the right. shot that he took and goal that he missed, uh, Jimenez was clearly there. So that clearly, kind of clearly, yeah. interplay is clearly missing uh, as soon as you see Traore right. on the pitch. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We move on to Rafinha. Uh, you know, he's. Uh, as we have discussed in the previous pods, he is the one who has uh, frustrated me quite a bit. Uh, I, he has actually taught me a lesson as well. I had left him on a bench a couple of game weeks back. He, he did score a goal against Brighton, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I think he's around 20, 21% ownership. Uh, 6.7% is price. is still not too expensive in midfield. Uh, having said that, he has a lot of love from, from, from the FPL managers and, uh, you know, because they don't, they're still not selling him. Uh, apart from you know, he's still the eighth highest midfielder, eighth highest uh, in the midfield options in terms of FPL points. Uh, what do you, what do you, do you have him? What do you think about him? I sold him last week, uh, so it was really uh, a bummer to see him get that penalty in the stoppage time. But uh, right. I replaced him for Jota. In fact, I was point one off. Doing that move a week back, where Jota got a brace, so hmm. I mean, again, it's a very easy sell if you ask me, Anuj. From game week 16 onwards, again the fixtures toughen, so I think a switch to Jota if you don't have him, uh, or even again uh, move to say a Bowen, uh, because Bowen again becomes interesting. Uh, you have Ben Rama who will be leaving for Afcon, been uh, in and out, struggling with injury, so I think uh, another one where. Purely on a fixture uh, basis, uh, you can easily look to sell and move move the uh, position somewhere else. The only bit to yeah. look at it uh, from a positive side, if you have other issues in the team, I think, is the fact that uh, uh, you know you might see uh, Bamford coming in soon. Uh, that might get them going as an attack. But so far, basis what we've seen uh, doesn't really make a lot of sense to hold your needs asset. Into game week 16 to 19, in terms of the fixtures that they have. No, absolutely, and uh, you mentioned 16, and they play Brentford uh, at home next week. Uh, so, I'm not sure. I, I have already, uh, you know, shipped him out uh, and got uh, Jota in because I can't, I can get more. Uh, I can't suffer more from not having Jota. Uh, yeah. But I think Rafinha 6.7. You know, people they they can look at uh, as you said. You know, Bowen is one. Uh, Burnley has a decent fixture, so Cornet is one another option there. But uh, Rafinha, to be honest, it's uh, the fixtures are 20th on the FDR for the next five games. Uh, if people want to take a chance for the next game against Brentford home, uh, Brentford seems to be now going back to their first seven game week kind of a form in terms of defence. Uh, their attacking is still a miss, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be. A, uh, interesting one, but it's definitely is a is a sale. If not in the next game week 15, or definitely before game week 16. And uh, 
you know, the, I, I can understand why people have been sticking with him because he has not gone on a blank for a long time. You know, he has been scoring. Uh, I was just looking at records. He has scored in the second, fifth, sixth, tenth, eleventh, and fourteenth game weeks. So he has not really gone on on a too too long a lull. So people are, you know, hoping that he he will keep scoring every two or three game weeks and. Uh, and I'm sure, like you said, you know, Bamford is going to be back and so on and so forth. But still, uh, you know, you can't expect Bamford to just straight away uh, hit the ground running, looking at the opposition, which is coming in the, from 16 to 19. Yeah, so you're right. So I think next game week, yes, they can take a chance. But uh, 16 to 19, definitely a sell. Considering there are other options at the same uh, uh, we go into the what for assets now. Now, I, have, I don't even remember when was the last time a team had two cheap strikers and both were performing. Uh, do, do, do you recollect in the last six, seven seasons? I don't even, I can't recollect. Dini, Dini to some extent, but he was, the, he was the only one, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what, what do you think about this duo of uh, Dennis and King? Very impressed by both. Uh, Watford as a team under Ranieri have done exactly what Ranieri is good at. Uh, of course, they are looking to play on the counter, which is Ranieri's favorite uh, game plan. And uh, the other thing about uh, Ranieri coach teams is they are very efficient in attack. So you will tend to see uh, them not spurning a lot of chances when they are playing on the counter, uh, creating good opportunities, playing as a team, not being selfish. And I think the fact that Saar is injured uh, also tends to take out the rotation factor. You will most right. often than not see King, Dennis, provided they are fit. Uh, and the third attacker who could be anybody, who could be uh, Kucho and a couple of other forward options right. that they have. But I think if you see Saar out, King and Dennis are definitely the first names on the sheet. Uh, so, right. I mean, and the other thing is, if you come to the fixtures, I think after City in game week 15, uh, they are another team where the fixtures turn very well from game week 16 onwards. So yeah. a lot of us, uh, in terms of insurance, have a fifth playing midfielder in the form of MBMO. Uh right. And I think MBMO's fixtures are turning sour. And he's pretty much uh, you know, made, a, made the habit of not scoring and hitting the bar. So I think uh, if you can afford uh, the switch to having an attacker on the bench, uh, definitely one of these uh, two Watford players make a case. And I think it, between the two, uh, there is very little to pick, to be honest. Uh, Dennis looks probably the more uh, threatening uh, and is good for bonus point creation. His baseline bonus is very good. Uh, King has the benefit of probably having played more minutes and being on penalties. And in price terms also, they are kind of 0 0.2, 0 0.3 apart. So the way we are setting up teams and the way I'm looking at the team is basically to have one attacker from Watford stepping in any game, I have one of my defenders or midfielders missing. So I would prefer mm -hmm. the stability on assured minutes of a king. Uh, so that's where I'm leaning right now. But uh, mm -hmm. And the other angle is, of course, uh, Dennis is uh, part of the South Africa team setup. Uh, so it could be that he might get a call for AFCON. So for that position, you don't really want to spend transfers and move them around too much. So maybe uh, king is a better long-term hold. But Either of them make a very strong case game week 16 onwards. Yeah, the thing with uh, Dennis is it's good that he brought up the AFCON thing. I think the thing with him is that he's he was named the provisional squad. Uh, and according to uh, one of the podcasts I heard, Always Cheating Podcast, they mentioned that, uh, you know, 
he his and the managers and the coaches rap was absolutely in doldrums so and there's another rumor going on that the, the manager will be sacked before the afcon starts so that so that dennis can be uh, brought in to the side because looking wow. at his form uh, so it's so it's all it's all it's all in the air right now but if for me if he's uh, a part of the squad uh, you know I, i would definitely go for king then but having said that if he goes away if sar is injured whether king will be whether king would really be as effective uh, as or not but yes at that, that price it's okay to take that kind of a risk uh, i guess but uh, but watford as you know as you said ranieri's uh, style watford has really uh, the way they uh, again even yesterday against chelsea that they, the way they were pressing and uh, you know it was they made life miserable for chelsea in the first half uh watford has scored 12 goals in the last six games uh you know which which shows and they have played everton uh united chelsea leicester so you know all these teams they have played and uh, looking at the next five fixtures of course next one is city um and that's the reason i haven't i did not take out huang because i would do huang to either of these two guys next game week uh, but brentford away burnley away crystal palace home wolves away these are all uh, um solid fixtures to really target and uh, they, they should they should uh, these two are definitely uh, if i don't see any kind of a uh reason who who we should opt for or maybe if somebody is really tight on budget uh you know dennis is 5 he's risen to 5.4 today uh king is at 5.7 as you said uh yes dennis is on a on a solid form six goals six assists uh, whereas king is five goals and three assists uh but to be honest it's it's uh, it's anybody's play uh, yes i am i i'm hoping looking obviously looking at the price size people are going for dennis because he's 0.2 cheaper 0.3 cheaper but king is on penalties as well uh, and he's not going anywhere for 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 the rest of the month or for jan so it'll be interesting but for me huang is at 5.6 i would definitely go for i have some money in the bank i would i would go for the one who is on penalties uh, so let's see uh, so yeah this, these two guys definitely uh, look to be purely uh, you know should be should be bought in as soon as possible because the ownership is low and the price rises are going to happen as we have seen throughout the season the price rises can happen every day for 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 whatever the community is liking or sharing love to on any other assets uh so where where are you uh, you only got them in or you go, you are looking at uh, getting them in no uh, he'll be one of my planned transfers so uh, i have tony and mbmo uh, and right, obviously right. over a period i think both will have to go uh so next week give me 16 could be one of uh, tony to and most probably uh, i'm also swinging towards uh, josh king so tony to josh king would be a move to consider next week right all right uh, let's go to a manchester city asset attacking asset uh, now there have been a lot of names we have been discussing uh, you know bernardo silva is in the form of his life from an fpl perspective uh, we discussed three four game weeks back that yes he is the guy to go for but he doesn't he's not as explosive as the other assets uh, he still is giving one return here and there i think now it is he's got five goals if i'm five goals or five uh, goal involvements in the last seven game weeks uh, but there are there have been other assets as well who are uh, you know uh, we need to look at one is obviously gabriel jesus uh, i bought him in yesterday um so i took out wadi and uh, rafini as i mentioned and i got him and uh, jota 
Now the thing with him is that yeah, yes, his his season he has missed two games. Uh, you know, both the games that he has missed are right after the international break. You know, he's he's one of the strikers for the Brazilian team. Uh, most of the Brazilian players who have come back have kind of missed out on the the, the imminent game week uh, in in Premier League, or they have played uh, you know very few minutes. Uh, so you know, Pep has always preferred to you know rest him. And he has also not played in Champions League as well. He has just played around 83 minutes in Champions League this year, this season. Uh, and they play Leipzig uh, in the midweek next week. Uh, and they've only won the group. So I don't see a reason why he will play there. Uh, he has played, I think he's fourth, he, I think he's the fourth highest uh, in terms of the minutes played in, in, in Manchester City after Cancelo, uh, Bernardo Silva and uh, Edison. Uh, Two goals, six assists. He's he's really thriving on that right wing uh, position. Uh, even his returns, like uh, you know, like Rafinha, as I can mention, his returns have come in second, third, sixth, seventh, ninth, and fourteenth game week. Uh, yesterday's yesterday's assist was just just as clinical. Obviously, it, Bernardo Silva really was the man in that particular goal. Uh, but he he's he looks fit. He looks hungry. Uh, so I, I I've got him in uh, looking at the fixtures. Uh, if you see the next five fixtures, I think Manchester City is second on the FDR. And they have Watford away, um, you know, Wolves home, Leeds United home, Newcastle away, Leicester home. So, uh, there can be goals uh, a lot of places. City versus Watford is a track record where Watford would not be really proud of because they have league goals with City. Uh, and they're still leaking goals, but they're scoring goals as well now under Ranieri. So, they haven't had a clean sheet even after Ranieri has come in. Uh, so this is this is someone who I'm really looking for. Yes, he can, he's he's at eight point seven, and I could get him in because of the fact that I had Wadi at ten point six, uh, and I and I want something in the bank for you know whenever Spurs fix, Spurs fixtures turn uh, sour, so I can I can take out uh, Son as well and get if if any of the premium assets uh, starts clicking again. Uh, 8.7, two goals, six assists, uh, and looking at this sec FDR second ranking, uh, you know, I think I think he's he should be looked at. Yes, obviously there's always a question mark about City assets, but uh, if you see his track record this season, uh, he's done well. He's hungry, as I said, and he has played a lot of minutes. What do you think about it, Anuj? Uh, in fact, uh, it's uh, it's a little bit of a. Uh, Mixed bag, uh, whichever city yeah. attacker you choose, there's always the chance of the odd benching, and uh, and you know Pep uh, is famed for his uh, team rotations and swings. So I mean the the and this is probably the most interesting uh, part of probably the next three four weeks, uh, wherein you see a lot of teams having great fixture swings, uh, and you not being clear on which asset. Uh, kind of which players or which assets to target. So United have a great fixture swing. Uh, City have a great fixture swing. Right. And I think uh, you will see invariably, uh, and we'll come to Wadi in a minute. But there is definitely the market for uh, you know a nine to eleven million kind of attacker. Uh, the way teams are set up. Uh, so uh, you know Jesus is definitely part of the pick. Uh, again, not as many options to pick in attack. So makes sense to go Jesus because you have. More options in midfield uh, than you have in attack. Uh, I can only think of Antonio, a Watford attacker, and then you know it's slim pickings post that, right? So you right, either right. go Jesus or you will go ultra premium in either a Lukaku or a Vardy or a Ronaldo. So so like the Jesus shout, uh, but would just want to 
probably give it a week. Uh, he's played, I think, uh, two back-to-back fixtures. It's very yeah. easy for Pep to, you know, uh, bench him in the third one. Uh, so probably right. we'll right. wait for the uh, the game week 15 game and the European game to kind of. Uh, so that's the other thing. If you uh, are not in a rush to make a transfer, I think by banking hmm. a transfer this week, you get two game weeks worth of incremental data. Uh, any injuries, right. any team news. Always uh, good to kind of have that handy. So probably a wait and watch for me in terms of city attackers, but uh, don't see any reason why it can't uh, play out well over four to six weeks. No, it's good you mentioned about United because uh, as 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 you guys can see, uh, City is on second on FDR. The team which is first is Manchester United. Uh, but obviously, you know, new manager coming in. Uh, I'm not sure whether he's he's going to be on the sidelines or not. Uh, they played doggedly against uh, Chelsea. Uh, you know, they nicked a point. But now the fixtures are really turning, uh, you know, in, in, and for a long time. I think it's a stretch of like eight to ten game weeks, if I'm not wrong. Uh, but yes, if uh, you know, Sancho is one name which is coming into the picture now. He has done well. He scored in Champions League. He scored and he made his first goal in the Premier League as well. So uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna give them a week or two game weeks. Definitely two game weeks minimum uh, to United to really uh, see what the who their assets are. Uh, and if Ronaldo is really the asset, or Bruno is the asset, or Sancho, I have a feeling, I have a feeling Sancho is going to become uh, the next in line in terms of price rises and so on and so forth. Eight point nine, uh, you know, people can move from people who have Son and all; they can easily move on to him if he starts clicking uh, well. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, we move on to. <laughs> The beloved guy for everyone. You know, the, the only problem with him, the, not the only problem, it, it seems like, like he's owned by like 30-35% of FPL community, but he's only owned by 3.3%. And the amount of flag he gets on Twitter is just unbelievable. You know, as if, uh, you know, it's it's like a... Because Yota also is now he's 27-28% uh, ownership. But this guy, is, uh, his ownership is 3.3%. And I've never heard a 3.3% uh, player ever got so much of abuse. Of lack in, in uh, so you 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 and I both have him. Uh, I think both of us have uh, Tony as well. So what are your thoughts on him? What, what are you looking at? Because if you see uh, their F, FTR for the next five games is fifth, which is not too bad. Uh, they are only playing Manchester United in terms of uh, uh, you know big top six team. Yes, Southampton at Southampton away could be a could be a big one, uh, a, a tough one. And Brighton at home is also a, a tough one. So I think Leeds away, Watford home. Do you fancy? Uh, do you fa- are you are you holding him, or if you are, for how long? Holding him, but not for long. I think the thing with Mbuemo is, as you perfectly said, he's a differential. So you do tend to hold on right. to him and hope that if he scores, you get a big rank swing, and. Right. He would be much better off uh, staying in our teams if he was if he wasn't hitting the bar. It's so frustrating for him to you know do something, be there uh, and then have a goal disallowed for offside or then hit the bar and so on and so forth. So it's right. like it's those it's that fine margins that tend to uh, really irritate you uh, more than anything. Right. But uh, I think uh, uh, you know as, as we were discussing, Anuj, the the formation I think now uh, invariably supports having a cheap striker on the bench rather than having mm. a cheap midfielder on the bench because you don't really have a 4.5 playing striker who can even give you two points a week. Uh, right. You just don't have that starter. But in midfield, you can still find a couple of options. You can have Gilmore, you can have Brownhill. They can kind of chip in when you have a injury crisis or two. 
and at least get you those two three points which is what you need uh, really from your third option on the bench so uh, he has to go and another one of those where uh, probably the next two make it not a immediate sell uh, you can easily mm-hmm. stick on to him and maybe even use him off your bench if you have uh, any issues in terms of injuries or rotation but i think long term uh, patience will run out uh, see no reason why we should stick on to him yeah no you're right uh, leads away uh, you know last three four games leads have kind of uh, defensively they have become better uh, watford at watford at home obviously that's that's the game they can really target but you could have said the same about newcastle and they scored three goals where this guy as you said you know his goal was disallowed uh it's not that he had a lot of shots in the ta- shots on target or shots in the box as well it was he was he was nowhere in the picture here, here and there yes but how attacking he plays with tony uh, you know it's 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 uh, i think i am giving him two game weeks more uh, especially for the watford game uh, because they're leaking goals obviously united is not it's they're not going to they might just you know first seven game weeks first eight game weeks how everybody was talking about brentford brentford from from 9 to 13 or 9 to 12 the four game weeks that they have they lost to burnley they lost to norwich which they were supposed to win why why people really bought these two assets from brentford in uh i'm just i'm just hoping that you know some kind of uh, uh, form comes back in the next uh, next two fixtures so i am i'm not selling them uh, selling him especially just because of this uh, you know the two fixtures that they have next uh, I, i i because as you said he's like super differential right now he's always been super differential he is still a super differential uh, though he's only scored two goals two goals in the last uh, in the season uh, which which were in fifth game week and the seventh game week uh, it's been it's been long time he hasn't he hasn't given some good news to his owners uh, so yeah as you said you know two game weeks maximum for for him going forward Tony Tony might be a different call altogether uh because Tony is uh, you know he's at least getting the goals his confidence is high uh, but but shipping uh, if somebody was to be shipped first it has to be Tony rather than Mbomo as you said all right uh, we'll move on to Demiwari uh, uh I was uh, I was an owner till till yesterday uh, just sold him off uh, two hours before the deadline uh, you know he started the season again uh, with a bang like he usually does uh, he had eight returns in the first eight game weeks and just two in the last six and obviously the two that i'm talking about came uh, uh, in game week 13 uh, 10.7 he's still obviously the highest uh, points scorer for in terms of forwards uh, he has played all 90 minutes uh, in in premier league except the one where he uh, he played 45 minutes i think he was given a rest doesn't play in uh, europa league at all at all uh, if, if if you see the fixtures going forward uh, they are 16 on the fdr uh, but looking at aston villa away newcastle newcastle home is one fixture where i was really thinking whether should i sell him or not uh, because leicester at home is is terrific and uh, if it's if you see there his home record as well 3.45 xgi at home um, you know obviously which is which is the case with most of the season well, most of the players and attacking assets uh, so i was thinking of sticking with him till newcastle but uh, you know i had to get jota in and had to get rid of 
and I had to get uh, you know city assets. So I got uh, Jesus in as well. But people, uh, you know, what do you what do you what do you have advice to people who have Wadi? Should they stick with him? Because Aston Villa and Newcastle with for the for the next two fixtures. So Wadi has been an interesting one, Anuj. And uh, invariably, we've seen he always tends to do well when people dump him and his ownership is low. Uh, so those who didn't sell him, uh, both of us included, and got his uh, 12 points. Uh, uh, it was a good outcome, uh, and I think we lucked out a bit with Kane not playing that game. Uh, yeah, this game week, I think, was a good time to do the Wardy to Kane switch. Uh, but I think now the Kane option is ruled out uh, because you really don't uh, have a long stretch to get Kane in for. Uh, I think it's yeah. just the Norwich game and then the fixtures turn. So the immediate uh, you know replacements that you would look at are either Lukaku or uh, a United forward, right? Or Jesus. Mm-hmm. The, so you've gone down the Jesus route and that's a easy fund. But right. uh, with Kane not being in the fray, I think uh, both Lukaku and uh, Ronaldo are not really straight away uh, you know buys. They are not panic buys or they are not players who are playing regularly for us to warrant that investment. uh so i think uh, might uh, be a good idea to give him the newcastle game see how united set up under the new uh, kind of uh, regime uh, and more importantly i think uh, for lukaku to get minutes i think between game week 17 right. and 21 uh, chelsea have a great run uh, again lukaku once you see him start and spend 60 70 minutes tukel typically doesn't rush players back from injury so right. we've seen the odd cameos uh, waiting for him to get a start probably this weekend against west ham uh, and then the ucl benching because they won the group and then for him to start so i think probably that is the reason why uh, it is a wait and watch for me uh, and you're getting the newcastle home fixture there also if you're waiting so worth a wait to my mind uh, so if you held on to him so far uh, maybe give him a couple of game weeks more uh, there is of course the risk of him not getting a full 90 against villa Uh, mm-hmm. I think he'll be nailed against Newcastle, so that's the fixture to target really. Yeah. Uh, game week fifteen is just a hope and pray that Kane doesn't punish you. So, Absolutely. so that's really where we are. Okay. No, it's yeah. a, it's interesting one on on Lukaku. It's an interesting one because now he has clicked. Uh, sorry, he's clocked a few minutes in the last two games. Uh, and Chelsea's fixtures, uh, you know, next one is West Ham away. That could be a tough one, uh, though West Ham is not really. They have kind of, uh, you know. Lifted their foot from the pedal with the last two three game weeks, so so West Ham away is the next game. Then Leeds home, Everton home. Everton are again in in, in turmoil right now, till the time they sort their attack. Uh, Leeds home, Everton home, Wolves away, Aston Villa away. Though they not are really easy on easy on paper, but uh, you know they are at number ten in on FTR. Uh, but uh, the kind of form. uh Chelsea is in uh, and Lukaku can obviously turn any any match uh, on its head so so Lukaku is definitely and i think it's 11.6 11.7 uh, you know something like that uh, so yeah he's he's always a so it'll be interesting to see now going into new years you know how much uh, ronaldo is going to click how many people are going to go for lukaku uh, i don't see any premium uh, midfielder really is there apart from salah so in a son if he clicks in the next two two game weeks i might stick with him more but he hasn't done anything in the last two three game weeks in terms of it's one is return the second is doing something on the field but but he's on the field also is was surprising he's not the usual son um, what he was so so it obviously and he has these guys are fresh now because they didn't play against burnley last uh, on the weekend because of because of the match getting postponed so it'll be interesting to see 
Uh, are you done with your transfers for next week? Uh, no, no. I spent two transfers getting Alonso and Jota in uh, last week. Probably right, banking right. this week unless uh, there are any injury flags, uh, and then look to make changes next week. So that's the plan. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, whoever is watching this, please consider supporting FPL Tribe uh, by leaving a like on this video uh, and give us a follow if you think uh, what we're doing is, uh, you know, something of. Uh, substantial nature. Thank you very much. Uh, Bhavan and I will be back again next week. We're going to continue with the series of uh, transfer queues and we're going to be back again uh, next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks.